0: This is a news laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Hafta. Ho
1: ho 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 ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. That was a ho ho ho, but done in Mogambo style. Kiyoki apna apnalagan or news laundry apna hafta. nahi chhodte. Welcome to yet another episode of Hafta. I'm Abhinandan Sekri. With me on the panel this week, I have Saika Datta. Those of you who do not know who he is, though you would because he's been a journalist for over two decades. He's currently the South Asia editor of Asia Times, the former policy director of Center for Internet and Society. He's worked as a defense correspondent with the Indian Express, assistant editor with Outlook, resident editor with DNA and member of the editorial board with Z News and editor of National Security with Hindustan Times. His investigative reporting has been awarded the International Press Institute Award in 2007 the Jagan Fadness Memorial Award in 2008 and the National RTA Award for Investigative Journalism in 2010. He's also the author of India's Special Forces, published in 2013, a seminal book on the history and future of India's special operation capabilities. Welcome, Saikat.
2: Thank you, everyone.
1: And we have our in-house commentariat, Anand Vardhan. Hello.
3: Commentariat.
1: Raman Kripal. Hello. And Manisha Pandey. Hi. Who just... Gives snide angles and that's all.
3: Snide angles?
1: Yeah, whatever. Snide comments. (laughs) So, a lot happened last week. Uh, The biggest story that everybody picked up but picked up a little late was the Meghalai Minor Rescue. In fact, today I saw an interview with uh, Chief Minister Conrad Sangma that India Today did. And um, I really don't know what to believe and what not to. Maybe uh, we should, you know, get someone from that part of the country to write. Uh, because his explanation didn't seem altogether unreasonable, although I could be wrong. Hmm. But maybe we could discuss that but a But you know, bit. it's
3: been 15 days now. And I think, I mean, calling a rescue operation is, I don't think anyone would be alive. 15 70, days and... 70
4: feet of water.
3: And rat holes, like these mining, they're really like, it's as good to fit in one person. And yeah. they're horizontal. Right. Uh, I don't think that. In alive. today's
1: piece, it says that there's a foul smell that's coming from there. The yeah, divers who yeah, yeah. went in and they said...
3: It's too late, but, I think, 15 days. But, is... I
1: mean, you never know. Um, but, no, 15 days you can survive as long as there's water. Then there, there is water. Mo- no, but, uh, but the holes is... Not,
3: it's, filled it's filled with filled, water. So we don't
1: know if there's a patch so, like in Thailand, you know, in, under that there was a patch where they were dry. So mm. anyway, so that's something that uh, we will discuss and why it became national news so late because two weeks is a long time then nitin gadkari and his many speeches and interpretations and misinterpretations and is he actually spoiling for a fight or is the media up to the narad Muni tactics we shall discuss that crisis in up after house says take back from rajiv i don't know if it was a crisis but for a day it was major news i think it was quite irrelevant but Anyway, something else that made many hours of panels possible was Nasiruddin Shah's statement, which became the toast of, like, for four days. I was shocked that a guy just has to say one thing and everyone just latches onto it. And the funniest thing is that Republic actually ran a debate saying, uh, is the media making too much of...
4: No. Yeah,
1: yeah. I was like, dude, eh?
4: Obviously, you're making too
1: much. (laughs) Meta. Then Pakistan court sentences Nawaz Sharif to seven years in jail. How about that? Who would have thought that's possible in South Asia? West Bengal, the Rath Yatra Supreme Court declines BJP's plea for an urgent hearing. Those of you who don't know, Mamata Di has refused to allow BJP's Yatra to go through her, much like what Lalu had done to Advani in, in the 90s, right? Hmm. Kind of similar. Yes, but
0: there are differences, but yes, on surface,
1: same. Yes. Well, what are the differences before I move on? Quickly, if you could tell me.
0: Because it was build up for a particular movement. It's it is just, I think, an elec a build up to an election.
2: election okay. yeah, but the man way. who stopped, uh, Advani yatra Advani yatra The officer on ground the is a Sting. MP in the BJP today. Oh. For former Home seg Union, Home Secretary mm-hmm. that's, Ar- that's interesting.
1: But I'd like to start with... Um,
3: I think two important things we left out, no? The snooping. NIA... Uh, that's
1: what we're starting with. The no, no, snooping. the NIA...
3: Uh, oh, right, tracking right down right. ISIS yes, module.
1: Yes, the ISIS module. That is something that I was discussing with Ramansa mm. just now. That was quite
3: interesting. And the Namaz, single thing The UP Snooping,
1: I want to start with the snooping. That's why, in fact, we thought a lot could be added by young Saikat, who has done much RTI filing in this category. Saikat, you have been quoted in many pieces, including, I think Madhu's piece, of you filing an RTI saying that how much snooping did the UPA do? This was in 2013 you filed an RTI, right? Yes. And you, uh, you got about 9,000 uh, so phone numbers. I what, wasn't what, Explain, what is the time period and what did that mean?
2: So I wasn't looking at uh, how much snooping the UPA does. What I was looking at is what is the surveillance structure and what and the so called safeguards that are there. So for example, if suddenly the government decides to put you under surveillance or anybody else in this room under surveillance. What is the process? So I was trying to examine that and more important, what are the safeguards so that the government can't put just about anybody. Right. So I was trying to understand that. And this was uh, basically a result of a series of stories I had done in 2010 where several political leaders including Nitish Kumar and the others had been put under surveillance and we aired that as a cover story in uh, Outlook magazine and then it became a major debate Mm. and then we brought out the Neera Radia tapes and again there was a major debate around surveillance issues and there's a fascinating exchange between then leader of the opposition in the Rajya Sabha, Arun Jetli and P. Chidambaram. Uh, on that issue, today both of them are now saying exactly the opposite of what, what they, they said were saying during <laughs> that May 2010 or 2011. Like of <laughs>
1: Nicholas Cage has become John exactly. John Rolda has become Nicholas Cage. Exactly. Yeah.
2: So it's interesting how whenever you are in government, you speak a certain tune, and when you are out of government, you say exactly the opposite.
1: But what but, did you find at that
2: time? So at that time, we were looking at that. You know, what is the volume of, on an average basis, is the amount of. Uh, phones that are put under surveillance and mind you this is only at the central level Mm. as you know even the states have the right and the power to carry out surveillance but just at the central level and the response was that on an average about 100,000 phones in a year are put under surveillance by the central government. Wow. Which means if you break that up Every month, that's about 8,000 to 9,000 phones every month, month, which translates to anything to between 250 to three hundred 350 phones being ordered, sanctioned by the union home secretary. So that's just one person every day signing 300 to 350 applications So there's applications.
1: no thoughts or due diligence no. or application of mind that can be done on The union home
2: secretary is supposed to have 1500 other things to do on a day-to-day basis including centre-state relations, official languages, law and order, everything. Imagine within that he or she has to take out some time to sign 300 applications. Where is the scope to pay any attention to detail. And this is not just that. You see, post 1996, there is a Supreme Court judgment, which is called the PUCL versus Union of India, Mm. which is there in All India Reporter AIR 97. Now that was basically a case challenging the constitutional validity of Section 5.2 of the Indian Telegraph Act, which allows for surveillance. But what's interesting here is that while the Supreme Court said that, look, this is constitutional, we can't question the law, there are no safeguards. So they promulgated a whole lot of safeguards, which were then taken and turned into rules under the Indian Telegraph Act. Quickly,
1: just want, if you could tell me before I go around the rest of the panel, this entire debate that's happening with, you know, the pro-BJP journalists and the anti-BJP journalists, because journalism itself is so polarized, that this is nothing new. UPA had done it already. And these guys have just put that out, as a law, it was already there as a rule, or some such. That you bit know, is correct. Cock and but bull is being done. So what? So what has? What What has happened?
2: What has happened is you see at the same time now what has also got leaked are the draft rules for a greater kind of surveillance. Yeah, which that's come a separate out. one. That's a separate one, which is far more dangerous. But here, the thing is that, yes, people are right. Nothing new has actually happened. You see, when you have a law, under the law, if rules have to be framed. So the law was there. The rules were framed in 2009. Because if you recall 26-11, hmm. a whole lot of terror calls were through VOIP. Right. So that suddenly pushed the government into thinking that if we can't intercept what is happening electronically, we need to get into that. The law Law already provided but early for that. the competent ho- authority was the IT ministry. No, no, now no, it's no, so. no, 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 no. You see, it was initially it used to be what is called the certifi- certifying certifying uh, CCA, the, the oh. certifying authority, who is a joint secretary rank officer within the. Ministry of Information and Technology. However, the only change that happened was that it became government of India, which basically means that like the telephone tapping powers, they are only with the union home secretary. Similarly, this also had to be the union home secretary. So that was the change that was done and then in 2009 the rules were brought out and the next logical step of any rules was that which are the agencies which are authorized under a gazette notification to carry out this so the agencies which have been named now are basically the same agencies which also do uh, for telephone tapping the only
3: police h- delhi police has also had so there piles. is a little uh-huh. bit of
2: confusion actually it's not delhi police this is it's I, I suspect i suspect it's a typo usually that the 10th agency is always the state police so instead of mentioning that state police, they have, they have police, Delhi police, but which should ideally mean the state police because every state also has the right because law and order under the constitution is a state subject. So it's not just
3: Delhi police it's any police of any state. Any
2: state state police. They are also where they'll have to follow the same procedure which is go to their home secretary etc. But the worrying part is this and this is where most people have not understood there are two very important parts. One is that what is the safeguard? A. The union home secretary is in no position because of the numbers. So they created under the supreme court they created a monitoring committee of the union cabinet secretary The telecom secretary and the law secretary. Now, ironically, these three gentlemen or these three, whoever is at that position, they get about just an hour, hour and a half every month over some chai and samosa to go through 10,000, 20,000 emails and phones which are under surveillance. They just don't have the capacity to look at this. Okay, so this is
1: the surveillance um that is happening. My question is, how many people are required to actually listen to the transcribes of all these? Because see, my understanding of surveillance is from the the US, right? If they saw if they hear for the first two minutes, if the conversation is a personal conversation, they're required to switch it off. You know, when they used to tap Al Capone and stuff in that whole f- film that I've seen. Here so they are recording the whole thing. So, so, who is?
4: so each each Agency has got their own surveillance department. Intelligence कितने लोगोंगे sir? IB 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 CBI they all they all have, have. have their own so surveillance department. So many hours to listen to this?
1: sir. When I had joined my first job I remember was to transcribe an interview of this guy called Lataaf Hussain MQM का होता था a एक Walkman and head-phone. I a headphones दिए transcribe थे. अब 60 transcribe Transcribe I'll give rahe?
2: you another example. When we were doing the Radia tapes in Outlook, <laughs> there were some 18 of us who used to spend through the night and through the day, we used to work taking just two or three hour breaks. Hmm. 200 phone calls each call not more than two to three minutes mm. it took us two weeks to go through that material
1: that is what i want to know it's not a- so basically they you're right are you? there is Who's no capacity? capacity
2: there is no capacity and this is the problem which nobody wants to acknowledge people have a information glut so only that parts which you want to misuse are usually hurt the rest nobody knows what happens to it mm.
1: Your view, Anand? So
3: Constantly.
2: Constantly. Hmm. So, when you want to fix someone,
3: <laughs> you use it. You cannot <laughs> use it. I think that's what
1: he said. If you 8,000 doing something, when do you know what you Then, then you are concentratedly dhaya,
3: listening to that. thing.
1: It's not an employment opportunity to create. But it's not an employment
0: opportunity. You are not a DJ. I think uh, uh, in modern state, uh, surveillance versus. Individual rights is uh, uh, a contemporary ramification of a very fundamental thing that uh, uh, when uh, from a state of nature you walk into a political society in a, from a hypothetical state of nature, what are the what is the tension that comes out from the trade-off between uh, a political authority, say the state or the individual is that. There are chances of a uh, lot of individual freedom being bargained for the, the so-called greater good, mm. and uh, anyway, now that that's the f- fundamental thing which will keep, which is inevitable. If it it, it will, picture. it will keep on repeating. But uh, there are uh, points on which the individual would seem very reasonable. Mm-hmm. There are points on which the state action would. So the it. pragmatic mean, the pragmatic balance has to be struck. Now, uh, it ca- it ca- what Sakat said about ninety seven, the 1997 uh, <laughs> Supreme Court, uh, uh, I think, um, if I remember correctly, it, it said that only a joint secretary level official can sign off
2: no the supreme court said that it has to be a senior officer which was designated as the union home secretary only in an emergency can a joint secretary rank officer dealing with that subject which is basically internal security can sign off but it has to be signed countersigned by the union home secretary within 48 hours Mm. so at best under an extreme emergency Can the Joint Secretary in a short term go ahead, but for only 48 hours, but it has to be backed by the the Union Home Secretary. as an urgent
0: measure, Hmm. if there is an urgent. Okay, so uh, can sign off the requisition. Now, uh, uh, the way they have framed it is that uh, they have the IT Act, the rules that they have framed under um, uh, IT, the Section 69, is that they have taken uh, from uh, Article 19.2. Uh, that is anything that is uh, that requires uh, in the maintenance of uh, security, integrity, sovereignty, also public order. and they but the problematic thing which uh, uh, for individual is that they have also said uh, incitement, mm. uh, incitement of any commission of offense. Mm. Which, which is a very broad kind uh, of which, term which, uh, incitement so it's a very broad I- mm. I- anyway to, it was vaguely uh, framed now it's more vague it's uh, uh, and uh, also uh uh, in this uh, I th- um, case, uh, k- case Putta Swami versus Union of State, where they said that uh, privacy is a fundamental yeah. right. Mm. Now, uh, I have problem with privacy or anything that is very vaguely defined, uh, uh, being a very absolute right. Because mm. if uh, there are too many exceptions, it cannot be a very absolute right. Mm. Because there are very too, uh, large number of exceptions to be made to privacy. So um, anyway, now uh, what the court said and the court is that the proportionality principle should hold Mm. that the state should take the least restrictive action. First, it should try the least restrictive action and it should try to measure it whether the stated objective of surveillance is Is being met. Mm and if uh, it is not met, then it, it, it should uh, not uh, go for surveillance. Now, uh, again, the highly bureaucratized way, now what what uh, you are uh, you are doing surveillance for, it is not clearly defined. Uh, again, executive, uh, even the review, whether the surveillance is correct or not, now executive is sitting o- over itself. Uh, over itself. Exactly. So you
1: are judging yourself. It's basically the government is, it is the gov- citizen is for the government rather than the other way around. Huh. Purely because of culturally how our executive works. I don't think it's so much to do with the rule. Uh,
4: you want to weigh in on this, sir? Uh, uh, no, I see uh, a little change in it. Hmm. Uh, earlier also the surveillance was happening. Hmm. Home Secretary is the competent authority. Hmm. But if say people like Dovol, they hmm. want some uh, extra constitutional authorities if they want some surveillance by cbi mm. and they directly approach to cbi director cbi director can always take an alibi that i have to go through the home secretary mm-hmm. i'll just uh, so because they home secretary vet each case you know for each case of surveillance you have to go to home uh, home mm. uh, secretary but now home secretary has given a written order authority uh, authorizing 10 uh, institutions that they can they they can uh, you know do it without but surveillance it's not automatic no i don't think they have to go to the home secretary no they have to you see
2: this is this is where uh, people have not understood you see when you are given the powers to conduct surveillance, you also have to specify which are the agencies which can because otherwise what will happen is then any agency can legitimately ask for permission permission to... So what I'm saying is these 10 agencies, they don't have a carte blanche. They They still have have to go through the... Every surveillance has to be signed by the union home secretary. That is very clear in the law. Nothing has changed. It is very clear in the law all that no, no, has no, happened the, is the
4: the present order then no, why, the, why the order? present
2: present order is because you have to under the law you have to the act and the rules say you have to specify which agencies and the 10 agencies which has been given this power are the same 10 agencies except perhaps for the cbi are the same agencies which are given powers and given notification has been notified to carry out surveillance on telephone so the same agencies have been identified secretary. every interception a, it, it has clear. to be signed it's by the like union like home secretary because that would be a contravention not only of the supreme court order but also a contravention of the existing this law this is where I people
3: know. got it wrong because initially everyone was like now all your laptops can be seized by the li- no. daily police anytime I think I it's, that's f- not f- like it's
0: quite clear that the final authorization has to come from union home secretary Okay. Fine. but
3: I guess you have to read that with the r- uh, law and the rules and then y- the circular kind of makes sense uh, yes. the so circular
4: is given. That interpretation at the moment, but but I mean I just I mean let's see the practically how things let's happen. see how it works uh-huh.
1: out. But I will say you know on this Bill Maap who I keep quoting time and again, I remember he had because usually he's such a believer in individual liberty and freedom. Uh, he was of course criticized usually for it, but he said that he doesn't think surveillance is a great idea. But if it can prevent something like nine eleven. I think it's a price that as a society we should be willing to pay. Now, I think that's a rational view. I may not agree with it, but it kind of makes sense. But that also comes from what Anand had once in a different context said that the Indians trust of institutions and agencies. It is a very like culturally, how much do we trust our own institutional agency? To do the right thing. But
3: even privacy advocates there. don't say that there should be no surveillance, they s- say intelligent and targeted surveillance. So there should be a reasonable suspicion for... No, but that's all vague, for, what yeah. I'm saying no, is no,
4: intelligent and targeted. No, target well, it's not if vague, you like you can't not, just
3: yeah. start tapping everyone. But just, it is vague. It is
4: vague. Let no, me but it shouldn't
3: be, like that as is long what as as the privacy is. will
2: is... See, what has happened is that there's been a lot of back and forth on this. A, first of all, let's go by data this whole notion that surveillance can end or stop a 9-11, right. etc., there is no data backing it up. Mm. And there are tons of data available, which actually shows that it has the opposite effect because there is an information overload which most people are like not being able wolf. to. Mm. And if you look at the 9-11 commission report, this particular aspect is very clearly established that there was so much of information that people couldn't process it. And after that, there has been a further study which was conducted by the CIA, which is called the Rob Johnston study, which reinforces the 9 com- so 11 that, it doesn't help. It's it doesn't help. And the best way to actually understand this, you have a lot of terror cases. So if you take terror cases from Delhi, Bombay and any other major city which has been targeted and which are now in courts... Just look at the amount of surveillance material that is introduced as evidence. Hmm. See you have to just look at it. Surveillance can produce only two outcomes, guilty or not guilty, and the power to do that is in a court of law. So if people yes. are not We were people, discussing this if people upstairs. are not uh. introducing surveillance to prosecute cases, that means that, means that they are not, not getting enough. much or enough or enough quality which can be used as evidence, as evidence. under a Fair. court of law. In fact, that this is a good Aseemanan, time to.
4: Aseemanan, Aseemanan in fact, this is a good no time to get into this subject only. That, uh, but
3: asimanand was uh,
4: interviewed, no? it wasn't surveillance. Really. Major 164. That was a statement. That was not ah, surveillance. No, no, no. That surveillance. In, that surveillance on the that major in the army, Colonel in the army. Purohit. Purohit. No,
2: so there, there was, was no uh,
4: Communication surveillance Was not carried out. But we had all the, uh, all the Scripts All no, the those, inter- were,
2: those were Of interrogation
4: And the statements Given in front of a magistrate No There was no surveillance no. Carried out. There was I have the surveillance uh, uh, Transcript Everything we had Filed this I think there was a phone uh, Yeah, I remember that, reading yes, there I was have
1: something
2: the About the phone I have I have uh, the tapping so That must be uh, Then there must have been A legitimate uh, surveillance ah, so Yeah but I don't know they introduced
1: it But this is a good time To get into the second Story that dominated Headlines Which 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 was the, just yesterday, the ISIS uh, terror plot busted, 10 held, woman, 6 detained in UP. Those of you who've seen the photographs, there are these six kattas. There's a box of sutli bombs. There is what is apparently a mortar, you know, for shelling or whatever it is. Uh, There are two views. Some say that, dude, this kind of stuff, Gade ka Nukkad Kabad Marsh will also not have. I mean, will have more than this. Uh, and there have been petty gangs that have been raided that have come up with way more sophisticated weaponry than this so-called mm. IS. Uh, so, I was discussing with Raman sir, upstairs, and he said the problem is that since the NIS come about, which is just about 10 or 12 years old, mm. they are the only source that everybody is going by. There is no independent... And if they say this is ISIS, then say, okay, this is ISIS. A journalist will need at least 6, 8, 10 days to study, you know, find out who these people are, go to their villages, who is the mother, father, is there... Does it make any sense that this person could be? But until that happens, everybody just parrots the NIA line NIA. and NIA gives what they wanted. And So why don't you just give us an example of that one story that you said, which was a murder here, which the police said was a murder uh, and everyone said it's a murder. Yes, yes. And then four days later, you did a story uh, and it wasn't. No, i oh, was, it wasn't a suicide. This was
4: many, many years ago. Mm. Uh, Khan Mark, there's a colony in Khan market, all IAS officers stay
1: over there. Is Haan, there. I think
4: I was a crime reporter at that time. Hmm. and i was on night duty so i got a call from the si press uh, sub inspector press is the person who gives you the information so he said ki, sir uh, ek uh, ladke ne girlfriend and maar diya aur uske so it's a case of suicide murder and suicide so uh, so we just rush is officer ka beta so we all had to rush so we i went to the spot I was one of the first ones to reach early, so I was able to go inside the house uh so and there the police started giving us the same line suicide 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 so on the on that day it was around i think nine thirty ten in the night hmm. uh, your deadline is twelve o'clock, so you have to file the story as police so everyone went to the police version everybody went with the police version so but I had certain doubts this guy had was leaving for the us in 15 days time and he was going on the full scholarship okay i mean somebody with the full scholarship brilliant student the girl was i think doing ba honors english in final years so how can this happen so i then later i again visited the family so then i spoke to the uh, daughter. And the mother. So uh, they they enacted the entire thing. And the daughter said that she had seen the third person in the house. When she was coming home, Mm. uh, you know, there was an image in the glass Mm. uh, uh, window. She Mm. saw someone and she uh, and uh, by the time she went up. So uh, this guy had disappeared. Then after that, the police. They reopened the case hmm. instead of suicide. The, another FIR was filed.
1: But at until that point, all the reporters all went the with this, all right, all and that right. is what happens with NI type cases because everyone goes with just that information. But I mean, to to keep an open mind. Why would one assume that an ISIS cell would be very well-funded in India? I mean, why would so they there's have? There's one thing so, that comes yes. to my
3: okay. mind is A, world-over ISIS-inspired attacks are not very sophisticated. It's one man with a truck, one man with a knife. And that is what is so scary about ISIS, that you don't need like an Al-Qaeda sort of a, you know, well-planned operation. It's just one radicalized man who can wreak havoc. Huh. So, him, them having Sutli bombs or having DC cutters. it need not, I mean, that is not grounds enough to say that it could not be ISIS. But then again, NIA till a year ago was investigating a case of love jihad <laughs> where yes. they went to the Supreme Court saying she has been programmed and we have to deprogram her. So yeah. I I would ask a lot of questions of NIA to yeah, be able it's to It's a
1: bit of yeah. a joke, NIA. Actually, they've made a mockery of Most themselves. Most of
4: the people. They are out of uh, the jail. I mean, Colonel Prahit, for that matter, uh, so they, many of them. Hatred
1: has been Loha uh, Saikat. What do you think and, and why do you think what you think?
4: So, first of all, there's a lot
2: of. Uh, misunderstanding about the how the iss works i mean it's like the new al-qaeda where anybody who would do something everybody would jump 10 years ago and say it's al-qaeda al-qaeda mm. and now a similar thing seems to be happening with the is first of all does the is is channels claim that these people are yeah, their own? Mm. they have been completely silent whereas whenever they have had to claim they have not only posted the bayats which is the woe that these people have to take they not only post that they also post videos and stuff like and that and they also
1: pose if you don't leave these guys we'll come and kill you
3: also <laughs> I saw <laughs> the ISIS flag is a printout that was kept next to the correct that so, was kind of, so, yeah.
2: so if you don't go by I mean I'll come to that circumstantial evidence that the police have come up with but let's first look at it that structurally ISIS IS tries to maintain a certain modicum mm. where a certain only after you've taken a bow and you've uploaded it on an encrypted encrypted channel, etc., is when you are considered a member of the ISIS. Mm. No such evidence has come out and and the ISIS channels, whether it is Telegram or Amak, which is their official news agency, or the Twitter handles, complete silence. Mm. And internationally, there is a lot of people both within the intelligence community and the police community and a lot of dedicated journalists like Rukmini Kalamichi of the New York Times, etc., who very carefully study this and nobody has found any evidence so far. So that's the first red herring that we should be worried about. Second issue is that you look at the kind of stuff that has come out Now, the whole purpose as Che had said many decades ago that the whole purpose of terrorism is to cause terror which the ISIS has figured out that you know as Manisha rightly pointed out with a knife or with a Mm, truck you can Mm. do a lot of things but if you look at carefully look at the kind of stuff that they have put out for example, the bullets, their caliber has no match to the handguns which have also been put yeah, out. So, I that, so yeah. how do you use it? And now, it's also turning out what has been thought no, maybe was a ro- off
1: Maybe since they've attra- they but no, but ten, look at what one else? person could be firing the gun and the second look person could
2: be throwing the bullet. But look at it <laughs> this way. The <laughs> the so-called rocket launcher or mortar, which the police have displayed is turning out to be the hydraulic pipe of a tractor, of a tractor. Hmm. which is used to, you know, as a dumper. Hmm. So, the whole absurdity of this is now very interesting is because a few uh, I think almost a year ago remember there was a case where Madhya Pradesh and UP police had jointly tracked down an IS module etc the real story is that some what what's happening is many police officers or police agencies now go on onto the dark web pose as ISIS and then they bait Hmm. What and they bait people to come and sign hmm. and then they say this is ISI. that this is an entrapment kind of a situation in that case what my sources pointed out I mean, and, and I, many of them confirmed this was that they ended up arresting each other's <laughs> personal who were going around baiting because they thought that is the real ISIS <laughs> so uh, so that kind of stuff has actually <laughs> so happened <laughs> so we have to be very Pop's careful who is pretending to be a girl and trapping other girls and then both of them meet and they're
4: both guys <laughs> and <they're both> anyway <laughs> we are also Used to you know hear such stories before 26th of Jan. Uh. I mean every time every I think year what we have to fail. be
2: careful about here is that here is a subject which the international community very carefully tracks, yes. and this if it They'll is not correct will stop taking India and India's whole counter terror. Just op- like our GDP data has free. stopped
1: being taken seriously. So, so that's a, a, fact, a major worry. A, I mean I don't know why they quoted. Uh-huh. I'm talking about a large in, you know international financial company you know one of the senior executives told me that Chinese data we didn't you know usually do our projections based on the data we said they did as bullshit South Asia ka data leke, usko extrapolate kar do chana. they started doing it with Indian data now, and they said good bad ugly at least your data was taken seriously earlier now your data isn't sorry on ISIS what do you think how seriously can we take that kata and two different car- first of all Anand, do you think it is a good idea one person shoots other throws the bullet or oh, that's not possible
0: no I think uh, you guys no. don't
1: believe in teamwork Anyway, uh.
0: i think in absence uh, of a police officer this discussion would be incomplete uh. Uh, you see uh, many police officers um, say from ips from the top hierarchy who do investigative work now uh, the demand for uh, for their ac- for, for accuracy from them mm. is at certainly higher so uh, an investigation is one of the most overlooked components of police training um, so, uh, like uh, many are disinterested, simply disinterested. Many uh, students who joined IPS, uh, they 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 say that it's the <laughs> most overlooked, most uh, over. Anyway, um, my thing is that uh, the hit rate of uh, say unearthing these kind of plots, the hit rate in a um, say s- security. Uh, uh, system security like security uh, 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 cannot be say very high, uh, but I think the major thing is the credibility at the stake. I, I I can understand that there you can miss many m- your many uh, missions to unearth a plot can be a miss mm. and then can be but. Uh, uh, the and that did
1: not mean that the plot didn't exist. No, it was didn't just didn't that it did not show yes. it. You hmm. can
0: you 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 can fail, um, and also because you have to go through the rigor of judicial process also. Hmm. So uh, the expectation from you is higher than say um, uh, say as uh, some uh, scribe alleging something. Right. So uh, you can miss. I understand that, but uh, the approach to it, the approach to it has to be credible. That, that is the thing And I in this mind. case, you think the NIA is credible enough? No, in the yeah, last? I, I, don't, I don't have much grasp over the details of this nice.
1: case. Anyway, um, I'll just quickly read an email. After that, uh, Man- Manisha will tell us about the Meghalai case and why she thinks it took so long for the national media. Although I must admit, I haven't been reading the newspaper as regularly in the last four or five days. Maybe I missed it and it was front page news. But
3: Today it was. Today it...
1: That even... I saw it was prime time news last night, but earlier. But this mail is from Dhiraj. Hi there, I have a question for the panel. I hope Hafta 204 panel has all the regulars. I'm looking for an age group criteria. My question will explain why. Well, uh, Dhiraj, Madhu is not here, but the rest of the panel is here, and we have a youngster. Um, so I, I guess, sir, and I will take care of the older generation, and the youngsters can I'm tell you.
2: <laughs> I'm not younger than you. <laughs> <laughs> What year are you want?
1: 45, I'm 45 so I'm 45 as well? Okay, but you look younger because I believe you're a marathon runner. I was told today. We are now confident that fake, actual, not the Trump kind, planted news has always existed is not new phenomenon. I would like to know on a transgenerational panel as to when and at what age they became aware of the following. Loan waivers are not good for the economy as it burdens it further. Subsidies are not good for the economy. We live in a patriarchal society and there is a lot wrong with it. The Indian Army has committed atrocities and we need to accept it. I'm just trying to gauge perspectives of different eras. For example, when Madhu and Raman were in their 30s, did they think loan waivers were a good thing? If that's true, was it lack of awareness or the factors of the day made it look good? Anyway, I hope it made sense with my question just to expand. For a conservative, what is good today will be good tomorrow and will be good forever. For a progressive, what is good today may not be good tomorrow and definitely the future will come up with a solution better than today. So let me just go around The panel once Manisha loan rivers Are not good for the economy As it burdens it further When did you realize This is a fact Or do you think This is a fact at all
3: When did I realize it As a fact I mean uh,
1: Or do you agree I With the statement Loan rivers no, are not good No I had
3: said last time That you do need Quick fixes uh, And so any immediate bomb So you do need it this helped uh, okay. But not as a root permanent. cause of and that I think after I became a journalist I realized just reading because I was but you're not against business. loan waivers person no I'm not, not okay
1: then subsidies are not good for the economy do you think subsidies are not good for the economy
3: subsidies are not good for the economy no I don't think so
1: okay so Dheeraj she doesn't think we live in a patriarchal society <laughs> there is a lot wrong with it when you realize this she's a girl so this she realizes the realize day she was born realized it very young. <laughs> uh and the Indian army has committed atrocities, and we need to accept it
3: this I realized very late when my uh, because I'm an army coach, I always thought army is great but I realized it maybe after college that right. it's not
1: that Raman, great sir, an institution loan <laughs> waivers are not good for the economy as it burdens, burdens it further when did you realize this
4: no I fundamentally they are not good for but the when economy. did you decide I that I did one story uh, of a farmer a poor guy so it was a poverty alleviation program there were 27 programs that the UP the Congress had introduced, so this guy was benefited by those 27 poverty elevation programs, and, was and yet poor. he was poor. So what at, age? Uh, this was uh, I was. It was about 25 years ago. I uh, so am I 56 s-
1: now. So I was late 20s or 30, 30s. 30, yeah.
4: 31.
1: And uh, sorry, I, we live in a patriarchal society, and there is a lot wrong with it. when I you realize realized
4: that? it when I saw my father. <laughs> <Okay>. uh, <laughs> I was very young. At and that the time. Indian
1: army has committed atrocities, and we need to accept it when did you realize that.
4: That was, uh, I think, in uh, northeast. uh That was after I joined the profession.
1: Okay, fairly late. Yeah, yeah, basically.
4: fairly, t- around Second, 32.
1: Second, loan waivers are not good for the economy as it burdens it further?
2: If it's loan waivers for farmers in the absence of anything else, it's not a bad thing. Okay. Loan waivers for corporates is a very bad thing. Okay.
1: Subsidies are not good for the economy?
2: That depends on the kind of subsidies. Okay.
3: Ha, the first two questions are a bit too, like...
1: Yeah, no, but he's decided, yeah. Blanket. We live in a patriarchal society and there's a lot wrong
2: with it absolutely true and when in did fact you realize it? a long time ago only thing I didn't realize is how the extent to which it is and every mm. day is a realization it's much deeper than you can imagine
1: and the Indian army has committed atrocities and we need to accept it?
2: they have but uh, when did you realize it? I realized it pretty long ago but not to the extent that people say it is true because the Indian army in many ways is also a fairly disciplined force mm. but the the structure which is there to redress is very weak and at times in denial.
1: Anand, should I go over it again? Loan waivers are not good for the economy as it burdens it further. Do you agree with the statement? If you do, when did you realize that?
0: Yeah, I I agree with it because uh, I have taken many loans and I keep taking further (laughs) loans. (laughs) So,
3: <laughs> so, nobody waves it for us.
1: Meanwhile, oh,
0: you don't do Badi either.
4: Nobody waves it
0: for us. Uh, so, um, being an incorrigible uh, borrower, <laughs> I think it's not a good idea. So, <laughs> uh, nice. uh, and uh, I realized it uh, in my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, okay, so, yeah.
1: subsidies are not good for the economy?
0: Uh, subsidies are not good for the economy, mm, uh, depends on the sector and circumstances, right. it cannot be a, a like, Absolutely. Right? I agree yes. with
1: you. Hmm. We live in a patriarchal society and there is a lot of law wrong with uh, again, it.
0: Again society is a very big term, uh, for certain sections of society there are many past people for which this may not be as true as for other. Right, yeah.
1: But you don't
0: agree with this terminus in, in its entirety even today. I, I, even in its entirety, no. It depends on the section of society we are talking about. It. Mm. Society is a very
1: big word. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and the Indian army has committed atrocities and we need to accept it when did you realize this? yes
0: any, any, anything that uh, involves fighting will have some ten degree of atrocity and you knew this right in uh, the when beginning it, when you yes, used to so play I yeah, because was I was a fighter so I mean. <laughs> <laughs> because you were a fighter <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: as far as I'm concerned Dheeraj subsidies are not good for the economy I disagree completely um, being a product of subsidy myself uh, loan waivers are not good for the economy that burdens it further I disagree with you again like uh, Manisha said, I don't think it's a, a long-term solution. But uh, sometimes I think you got to do it. Otherwise, people will just die. And I think the primary task of a government is to make sure a society is just. Justice is the primary task, not economic stability. I think in the overestimation and, and the over-dependence on economists and you know pink papers and newspapers and the kind of section of society that it caters to, We have kind of started believing that the task of a government is economic stability. That is a secondary task of the government. Social stability is the primary task of a government. Otherwise, we'll all be, you know, killing each other for food. So, I disagree there as well. We live in a patriarchal society and there's a lot wrong with it. I realized this actually when I was out of college. Because until then, I have, yeah, because I have an older sister (laughs) who's six years older than me and one who's three years older than me and I have a very strong mother who who was working woman all her life so my life was fucked i like they used to paint my fucking fingernails and send me to school and laugh about it when i was when i was in all boys boarding so i thought like this world is run by evil women and we should hit them but I realized when I grew up, oh, I actually can.
3: <laughs> okay, it Ex- Explains a lot about you. I can, I, I'm just, uh, this is uh, so eye-opening. <laughs>
1: okay, it, I'm you know, not no, in this I,
2: conversation. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, but I, I no, honestly, I realized it late, but that's late. not because I lived in a patriarchal society. It was because, yeah, like Anwan said, if, there's no one monolith where I lived, dude, guys who kicked around more than girls were. But when I stepped into the world, I realized that yeah, I have a huge advantage which I have not been taken. Very but seriously. this
4: lawn waiver is not the solution. I have seen all political parties, you know, just using it politically. It just if if you really if the solution is only the only solution is you build up, uh, you make these people capable of making. Uh,
0: also, who is cornering the, these waivers? But mm-hmm. sir, very connected. Like today, like yeah. okay, okay. For example,
1: today there's a story. Of Punjab. Loan waiver, Now, one guy's actual loan documents have come. He owed 3.5 lakhs. It's ballooned to 4.5 after the loan waivers are announced. Not only has his loan not been wavered, he believed sorry, waived. He believed it had been waived. So, Jo Thodabo Deratha, wo bhi duty, but late charge charge lagake. So obviously paperwork So, what I'm saying, but I think if they do not have subs- Sustenance level. Food to eat at home. To insist on le- loan payback will lead to an uh, uh, unstable society.
4: But it's happening now. Nah? It is 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 perpetual. I mean, if you keep waving off uh, ha, their loans, no, and yeah, no
3: one agrees so, that it's a long-term so, solution. So, but,
4: uh, how so do you saying, then talk money. about? I mean, it's it's
2: okay to talk about the agricultural sector and the farming sector, but you l- take the list of the NPAs mm. and just one company among that list of NPAs is worth several such loan waivers that, that has been given. Yeah. You take the example of what's happening with ILFS. It's a company which has sunk so many millions of dollars. And it
1: may sink a few companies with it. And
2: Air India. Or you look at the private sector NPAs, which are in terrible shape. And the Prime Minister's office even refuses to even share the list under the right to uh, information, which is an act of parliament. Mm. Nobody wants to look at that or even discuss it. And you have your Nirav Modi's and Mehul Choksi's and Malia's running away after taking thousands of crores. Yeah, I agree. That so is not being discussed, but, but now people are talking about, which is
4: just a minuscule amount if you look at it in the, the larger scheme of No, no, things. no. The no, long wavering when I am talking about, but it's not just the farmers. Yeah, any. you made FS, that point. I, yeah. I think I had told you also, ILFS is a big conspiracy. This is a company formed by retired bureaucrats. And many of them had taken, uh, uh, you know, a premature retirement mm. and they joined them. And 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 now, the government is trying to, you know, rescue ILFA. I, I, f- I feel that it is a huge conspiracy.
1: Okay, now tell us about Meghalaya, uh, Manisha, and when did the national media take note of it? So,
3: on 13th of December, 15 miners were trapped in this uh, rat hole, which today, uh, if you could watch, uh, read the Indian Express's front page, they have a good uh, diagram explaining it. And just looking at it, you feel suffocated, just thinking... How this could be done? I think rat hole mining was ban- banned in 2014 by the National Tribunal. So 13, they got December 13th, they got trapped. What is the date today? December today is the 27th. 27th. 26th. 26th. So yeah, and, and there was really no not much conversation on it except, uh, interestingly, a South Indian paper Malayalam Manorama had it on the front page and had been covering it quite a lot. She times had been doing it, so the local media had been talking about it. Nothing much in the television till yesterday. A uh, news came that they have not been able to rescue. To, uh, miners because they don't have adequate pumps to. Apparently,
1: pull them. the pumps were requisitioned by yeah. you know whichever central government. Ten
3: pumps you know, of hundred horsepower. And they said each we don't have those pumps, and, and the
1: same them. company which makes pumps, which had sent pumps mm-hmm. to the Thailand rescue, has said okay, we will send you some pumps,
3: but. And it hasn't made much. Uh, now what
1: I mean I don't know whether Mr. Sangma was saying the right thing or not, but it appears a this m- mining is illegal. Yeah, it's illegal. So whoever is running these mines, will that person be apprehended? Because in Punjab. You know, you cannot take sand off a river. The size, the scale of that operation, someone has it on camera and a reporter was killed when when he mm-hmm. did this. And an ARP ML was also so, so much for them, was beaten up when he tried to. do So the impunity with which it operates. So in this interview, what is was interesting was Sangma said that we'll have to regulate it. You cannot ban it. It's huh? not going to work. But
3: it's already been banned. What yes, you un-ban so he's it? saying
1: that you have to unban it. Because otherwise it will happen in this way. So you have to regulate it. That's what he said. But today. it's too
3: dangerous. It's like saying, let's yeah. just regulate... Um, Cocaine. Or see which... Uh, you know, manual scavenging. Because yeah, we'll otherwise you're dying it so, it. so much. Let's regulate yeah, which it. Is,
4: and, yeah. think, Were they abandoned mines?
3: No, no. They weren't abandoned No, it's not abandoned.
1: Basically, the mountain is of rock, of coal. So rather than go like this, they just dig into mm. this like yeah. this.
3: Vertical pipes and then horizontally but, they dig enough for one person to... But
1: he said today in the interview... And maybe they believed this, but it would not be polite to say it. He said that the river, he says, of course, Meghala is also Cherrapunji, which used to have the one of the you know the highest rainfalls in the world at one point. He says that river, the amount it's rained, I think he gave the cubic meter of water also that has gone into that mine. Hmm. He, Without really saying so, what he was saying is, dude, the entire river has gone into that mine. Yeah. Like, forget anyone coming out of there. That's
3: true. That even I agree.
1: So I think it was not apathy but the complete certainty that no one can come out of that alive Mm. I don't know that's what came across in today's interview that I saw of in India today.
2: I don't know if you remember in the 70s there was a very popular film which dealt with this Kalapathar. called Kalapathar, which deals exactly with this, where there is a very uh, greedy and exploitative mine owner mm, who is constantly warned by the engineer, which is Shashi Kapoor, yeah, saying that, that, that give if you get into this shaft, you'll come dangerously close, close to, to the, the river, hmm. and if you come close to the river, you'll come to a point where the river will puncture the cave and come and, and flood the mines to have happened exactly and that's here. exactly what has happened and therefore what was shown in that film in the 70s is exactly things haven't really changed mm. till now where you have a situation where a, NGT as Manisha pointed out had banned it and mm. despite that ban they were mining this and people must have been aware of the fact that they are mining very close to the river and which rat holes will eventually lead to the river yeah. therefore the threat of flooding is very real. Somebody must have ignored it because they kept looking for veins which has which is rich in coal and has led to this tragedy. Hmm.
4: Really
0: Do you want to weigh in on this before we move on? I think uh, the Hindu covered uh, had uh, covered it from media perspective has covered it well and uh, far earlier from uh, when other national media players jumped in. Uh, It has, uh, I think, two edits on it also uh, earlier. So uh, from media coverage point of view, the Hindu covered it well, I think. second is uh, as sekar was pointing out uh, i uh, i have uh, lived in that area for some years if not some year two years so uh, in jharia jharkhand um, the biggest coal mines uh, near dhanbad yeah so um, it has a central uh, a educational institute earlier it was indian school of mines and now it has been converted into an iit and there is also central coal research center, all central institutions doing with mining research are there under the nose of it. S- a, n- not even this uh, organized. Uh, mm. Illegal mining, but uh, companies, but uh, just a uh, labor. Wherever he finds a hole, he goes into it and, and takes takes, takes away. So it. when you were saying that this needs to be regulated because the whole uh, village is into it without any even uh, say an, an illegal private company sponsoring it or saying do that for our sake. So it's they almost like, like petty crime. They, they crime. do it in their individual capacity, very dangerously, and. Uh, Uh, They then pack uh, the coal that they could uh, extract into a sack and take it on a bicycle. Mm. So it is uh, an individual capacity. It is just like that retailing kind of thing. And uh, they sell it uh, to goods uh, on, uh, say, trucks and this and that. So I think uh, um, this is uh, not only illegal private enterprise, but also a very dangerous sort of individual enterprise in villages around those areas. Tahelka had done a very
4: nice um, picture. 14-year-old children. Yeah, that was
1: very disturbing to Mm. see. It was just, yeah. Um, okay, i just like to quickly touch upon one more thing uh before we move on to uh, Nasiruddin Shah I also want to talk about this Genpact you know, the, the guys in Genpact who've been accused of a bedroom to suicide I find that case in fact, unlike Manisha's view I wish Madhu was here I also like her view it's completely turned the Me Too on its head what and she it's, it's not good for either party mm-hmm. because it kind of muddies everything and worse still how the police has reacted to it but I'll just come to that Uh for those of you who don't know in West Bengal, there was a Rath Yatra that the BJP want to take out and they want to do this whole, you know, Ramka Rath kind of because elections are coming close and for the first time, they feel that they'll have some chance in Bengal. Though if you speak to many Bengalis, they say they have as much of a chance in Bengal as they have in Tamil Nadu, which is very little. And Mamta said they cannot have their Rath Yatra here. Now, I am last one to agree with the BGP on anything. I do think there is a tendency of Bengal being running, being run by whoever's the chief minister when the left was there, the Mamta's there. However the fuck they want. And no one can do jack. Abhai, if they want to do Rathyatra, they have a right to do Rathyatra. And the Supreme Court also has not even g- given them an early uh, urgent hearing. So let's go around. Manisha, wh- what is your view?
3: I really don't like Mamta Banerjee's politics when it comes to appeasement. And, and you know, like what she did with Durga, when uh, time horata. she said because of Muharram has to go, we will not do Visarjan around that time. And for years, people had been doing it Uh, you know simultaneously so she does go an extra mile which then gives the BJP a great ground to you know
1: but forget the the politics just conceptually if someone wants to go to Rath Yatra you can't stop them right yeah you can't
3: stop them unless until there's reasonable uh, I mean it is true that their biker rallies and their Yatras have caused violence like in Kaskanj they were pretty rowdy and wherever they've taken these Yatras out there have been communal tensions but that is something you've got to make sure that doesn't happen you can't like stop a Yatra from going
4: Hmm. but uh, but it is uh, true that they are quite a law and order no no ma'am Tab energy had you know presented her intelligence report uh, you know apprehending violence and all but that was not enough to you know uh, curb the freedom of speech Uh, yeah
1: but having said that um, now that I think about it uh, I can can imagine the Sanghi lot not exactly having the most noblest intentions when they go through no, no, they're a not.
3: certain and, area. they would
1: very. Um, and, I mean, they'd, they'd want to provoke. Like that Muslim uh, area that they went through, that was in UP, right?
3: Kasganj, where they went and where they oh, were shooting. It's, no, then it, the kind it of snow that happens in, in Delhi, Ek Dhakka Jama nee, nee. Do and mm. in that Delhi mein, this In uh, Delhi,
4: in Jama Masjid area, uh, I think it is happening five to six times in a year. So, no, so, so. That, uh, that they video, yeah. But yes, where, that video
1: where there was this song along some Hindi film song ki tune pe. Are Muslimano, dekho tumhe kya? <laughs> yeah,
4: it was on. Yeah. It was. I remember they it was covered on, DJ on thing, that yeah. DJ
1: thing during the. Anyway, what is your view? How how should how can one tackle something like so this? So it's
2: interesting in a BJP ruled state like UP, the police don't want anybody to give namaz, mm. but the same party wants to carry out a religious rally in the in name of an stage. election campaign in another state. So that's a duplicity which is very intrinsic to the BJP on many occasions. Mm. But the point is that you know all things hadn't done. It's not just the Mamta government which has banned it. It went to the Calcutta High Court. The Calcutta High Court first allowed it a single bench then a double bench rethought it and then decided to ban it so yes. even the judiciary has weighed in and they are also not very happy because there is a legitimate fear
3: is there or is the judiciary just like no, kind of under pressure th- of the government I don't think about.
2: the judiciary you mean it's the high court high I mean court how much can you really can put be the government yeah. yeah. if that high is high the case is. Then, then, the then the Supreme Court also not all, all the time it does happen but I how
4: high court can be manipulated that may be so but I think it can but I think by and large that a double bench has ru- given a ruling no no but uh, this is this is the basic law fundamental law from one ju- ju- uh, judgment when it goes to the two judges bench they always stay, give a stay first so, so they have given a stay so that is not uh, the
3: grounds is basically disputable. an intelligence report that says ah. there will be communal violence which is kind of but not uh, I mean if I, if I
2: were to be pragmatic about it do I really need an intelligence report to tell me that then if there is going violence. to be a rally that they will uh, Ram not Lala be but provoking. is it a religious rally or it's is a, it's a political yatra? rally if no, it is a Ram, exactly. rath yatra, Ram Rath Yatra I don't know no, it a politician called Ram it's a yatra other than of the, the BJP
3: she has called it I Yatra the only
2: political figure in the Indian firmament called Ram right now is the president who is <laughs> supposed to be apolitical <laughs> I don't know of any other Ram in whose name a yatra is likely to be taken there is of course Lord Ram and if you don't think he's religious then, then. I don't know what religion is Anand. Uh,
0: this single bench, double bench thing, uh, what I have read from newspaper reports is that uh, the single bench uh, verdict uh, was in absence of a sealed envelope that had intelligence reports. And the single bench uh, judge didn't read that. So the double bench took into consideration that these are important things uh, uh, which Documents. should be weighed in before mm-hmm. the judgment and they then changed the judgment means uh, they said that it cannot be anyway the same high court uh, with different judges uh in 2015 or 16 i think uh it's on uh no appeasement politics it has uh, uh on is on judicial records the court had used the term avoid appeasement politics mm. in yeah, this uh, yeah. it's mm. not just political uh, in in political discourse or uh, uh, statement making but it's on judicial record that the court said that you are Doing impeachment politics, uh, I don't think. Uh, uh, I'm not clear whether it is a religious rally or uh, uh, or actually, not.
3: I just checked it. It is not a religious rally. It's a uh, Save Democracy rally. Uh,
0: so, so <laughs> she's called it as
3: <laughs> anyway
0: uh, see uh, competitive electoral politics is articulation of interests and religious interest can be one of them, one of them correct? can can be one of them so uh, even if it is a peaceful religious rally with political overtones you cannot uh, stop it but the question is about whether it is peaceful or not mm. that is the only point to be weighed in Right. Okay, now I have three
1: issues I want to take up. So quickly I just like brief comments from each party on this. Uh I'll tell you the three one is Nitin Gatkari Everyone knows that Vinod Dua was a, that that thing with he's kind of apologized for I don't know Manisha has called Humble it a non apology. A, a non-apology <laughs> where he's blamed the team, which is what any good leader would do.
3: <laughs> but but um, क्योंकि मैं टीम का हिस्सा हूँ. <laughs> that is so, that's the apology but which i don't understand because script to apne likhi then he said that uh,
0: did uh, modi apologize <laughs> for uh, demonetization no, and what, what what is this analogy not just
3: demonetization the whole 15 minute show is ganga dirty hai uske apologize karo demonetization karo karo poverty ke liye karo matlab basically india ke karo, like you know
1: so the, the, i want to talk about gut curry. I want to talk about Nasiruddin Shah's statement very briefly because I don't think it deserves... The only reason I'm talking about it is because it had become such prime time news for so many days. And thirdly, those of you who don't know, I mean, I read this case and I thought it very interesting that Genpak, this multinational... There was a Me Too allegation against one of the senior management there, assistant VP, and he committed suicide and he wrote a very heartfelt letter to his wife saying that you will have to live in shame that your husband did, but I want you to know I didn't do it. You should live your life with pride. Now, I'm not saying just because he wrote that it's true. It could be, and because he's dead, you do sympathize with him. But at the same time, the two women who have who had, you know, complained against him also, you have to sympathize with them too. But the Most bizarre part of this is after he killed himself, the police has put abetment of suicide uh, charges against six employees of Genpact.
3: Including the complainants, right?
1: Uh, Including the complainants.
3: And the people part of the
1: committee. The committee. Now the ICC, the the woman says that as per the POSH Act, if someone complains, it's not like this guy was fired. He was sent on leave. As long as this thing is happening, you are on leave. Now, I... At the risk of being trashed, which regularly I am on Twitter, by Twitter feminists, what I call them. They don't know the F of feminism, but they like making a noise. Um, which is very stupid. I mean, I know I'm going to be trashed for this, but it's a, it's a fucking fact and it should be said. We don't want to be apologetic. You got to call out bullshit wherever it comes from. But the point is, the police has gone off in the head. If this guy had to be sent away for this committee to operate, it's unfortunate he's right. You cannot start blaming the ICC, man. The ICC has to do their job, right? Where does this leave the whole... You know situation. I'm. I'm just. So that means if an ICC suspends someone doing their job, and that guy kills himself, you're in for. So then why the fuck should the ICC say fuck it? We we want to look at an allegation.
3: See, there are. I'm still confused about some of the facts. So one is this: the wife apparently wanted to be on the ICC. Now that is completely not. That's an Economic time story. Said that mm. that she that was one of her. That cannot happen. You are the wife, you cannot be on the ICC. So that's an invalid thing. But then she says that he was not his card was taken, his laptop was taken, and he was sort of unceremoniously, quote unquote, suspended. I think much depends on the sort of communication that must have happened between the ICC and this accused. If they were sort of like, okay, treating him sort of an accused or sort of already giving him the signals key, you know, You've done this horrible thing and now get out of the office and don't come to whatever. Then maybe there's grounds. But if it's simply saying that, okay, we have to have an investigation. So you're saying it's it how depends that communication on, yeah, I I think much But depends the fact on is the that he wasn't fired. Yeah, he wasn't fired. But
1: irrespective of how it is communicated to him, can you uh, try them for uh, bloody abetment, as you said? Isn't that like. No, in all the. Where, corp- where are we going with in this?
4: all the think- corporate sectors, when you ask somebody to proceed on leave or they suspend, they take away the lap. That's the first thing they do. Hmm. Ah, suspension,
3: uh, maybe they take uh, away the laptop. They
4: just take away the laptop. And and if there is an office phone, they take away the office phone. And there then one guy, he just accompanies <laughs> you till the gate, leaves you there and you just go out. So this is what uh, happens, you know, in all the corporate sector.
3: I think uh, much depends on the fine print, like how the communication happened between, I mean, abetment, oh, I no, no, still no, think I'm is... saying
4: irrespective.
3: Uh,
1: abetment to suicide.
3: Is a big uh, thing to yeah.
1: Then, then you I mean are just punished uh, by what, 14 years? 7 years? No, I don't no. think
3: they can prove this also. It's too weak a case to prove abetment to suicide. No, like,
1: ja I don't ICC do, the ICC complaint, don't see any complaint. Sorry. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. It, yeah, it really disincentivizes yeah. and may scare women also, legitimate women who want to complain that You see,
2: any entity under the law of a certain size, etc., can't ignore the POSH Act for the simple reason that if there are two violations then the license to business can be taken away by the government for ignoring or any violations yep. so it's just the second violence nice, is ground so under any circumstances nobody can ignore and I think this will stand uh, the people who have been accused of abetment to suicide in good stead because this is a mandatory law And if they had not followed the law, the company, legally the company can be shut down from doing any business because the language says license can be taken away to do business. The problem here is a slightly more complex one. A Historically, women have been subjected to all kinds of abuse and for far too long, the silence has continued, which is why we have ended up where we are. And a lot of reaction that we are seeing is basically legitimate because of the kind of silence we have had around these issues. But the slight problem here is that in some cases, some people are also using it as a tool for personal glory or personal advancement, where therefore, in some ways, they have taken the debate to a level or taken the arguments or shrillness to a pitch where it has become very difficult to actually, in a factual manner, investigate and pr- prosecute a case and you also have to understand one major failing with the constitution of the ICC as we understand is that people who have no training in criminal investigation are suddenly being asked to carry out what are essentially a criminal investigation yeah. for which neither do they have the training nor the experience. Or the jurisdiction. No, the jurisdiction subpoena. to no, some ways suppose you have. A third
1: person, like many organizations... Uh, you know, uh, I mean so asked to investigate something that is not It's
2: not really a subpoena so you can't call
1: someone who doesn't want it's to appear in It's not really, front really of you. a
2: subpoena But that some kind of power is there for them to call for witnesses But what is now happening is that you are essentially carrying out a criminal investigation For which you've never been trained for So that is a uh, aspect we need to keep in
4: mind The thing is in most of the Me Too cases persecution is happening before the prosecution. So yeah. this brings in a lot of humility. that is fine, sir.
1: You know, actually, I'm, I'm okay with that. The thing is, at a social movement level, I agree with Saikat, something that has been so crappy for so long, the pushback is not going to be gentle. Ah, it will of be... Of course. My point is that if organizations like the police or journalism also react the way Twitter mobs react, then that's stupid. I think a public shaming is fine. And even if there are a few collateral damage you can't help that yeah that we but how can the police start saying abetment is par bhi laga you matlab to aap but
3: workplace harassment, there is abatement. Technically, can't you? Like If I am harassed at the workplace, I like, commit suicide. Can't hai, like can no. my family say. Yeah, but no. this guy was because the, the, the circumstances.
2: It's a POSH Act, so therefore the company has no option but to follow what the POSH to, Act. You can't says. say bhai, much So, no, what if the communication was
3: like. So, what I
1: suspect but that is. That is, is, is but, but sorry, uh, sorry Saikat, I'll mm-hmm. just come back to you. Uh, Anand hasn't spoken on this. Just tell us your view, then we'll come back to Saikat.
0: No, uh, not going into the facts of this case, so, which I am not very aware of. Uh, I, I just want to make one general point, an insensitive one also. that uh, Oh, surprise! Anand, didn't think that would come from you. <laughs> I said insensitive. That's what, That's what we are
3: saying, <laughs> we're used to He's it. Being <laughs> so, uh,
0: what I'm saying that uh, um, our understanding of uh, the causes of suicide uh, and pinning it down to one single factor is very flawed that uh, he committed this suicide because of this So I uh, or or uh, too much reliance on suicide notes whether they're genuine or not I don't know but suicide I think is a very complex process. It can be a combination of many things and uh, Abatement to suicide only only person responsible for suicide is the person who has committed suicide, right and uh, this case is a I think a case of preponderance of tragedies, where the greater tragedy has deflected from the lesser tragedy. Hmm. So, so, uh, and uh, and that also because of uh, the self-destructive act of uh, the person. Uh, I think uh, with all uh, um, mourning for the dead, the only person. Responsible for suicide is the person who has committed suicide in any circumstance.
4: And I think hmm. it's, a, it's customary for the police to file a case after the suicide note. Sir,
2: but No, I don't think. I don't No,
4: we were saying. You want
2: to make a point? Just this that I also suspect from whatever I've read on this so far that there was a communication failure. Or, on the part of the company. Because even when you're dealing with certain kind of issues, what happens is that different departments kick in because some things have to be done and communication levels start changing. So for example, this whole question of taking away the laptop and the identity card, an instruction must have gone out to say the security department who don't understand or. Appreciate the nuance of these cases, hmm. so they work like they work with most other cases. Right. So I think this is also a wake-up call for companies that everybody who's dealing with such a case should sensitise, and everybody should be on the same sure. page for proper communication. Good point. You want to say something, Manisha, on this?
3: No, not really, except. Uh yeah, I mean, suicide is complex, but it is, I think that would be too harsh to say it's only this one person who's responsible for... Yeah, of course. I mean, it is a complex process. You and can't perhaps spin it down to one thing, but there are triggers. There are some maybe internal factors also, like something that is, I mean, to do with your personality. Uh, but there are triggers also.
1: In fact, there's a very interesting case. i remember in the US um, and I can't recall exactly where it happened. Where in university, this guy who was uh, homosexual and he was in the closet... His roommate filmed him. He put a hidden camera and he live streamed it on his Facebook or he among the group, and they had a good laugh. A, this guy was not only deeply embarrassed and ashamed because he had been caught in a sexual act, but he had been caught in a sexual act as a gay man who was in the closet. Hmm. So he jumped off whatever bridge, I don't know whether it was in San Francisco, it must be Golden Great Bridge or wherever it was. And this roommate was tried for. For a culpable homicide or whatever mm-hmm. they... However they phrase it. And the judge actually let him go. And the parents of the child who had died... And although they were university... But they Said that this guy is a murderer. And how could he do something like this? And I had no sympathy for that guy. Who had done the video. I mean, I mean, he's a dick from hell who should bloody fucking rot. And no one should talk to him all his life. And he should, you know, end up on the street as a bum. But if... A person who was emotionally of a different disposition may have come out, taken this guy and bashed the fuck out of him and not killed himself. This guy became a murderer depending on the emotional state of the victim.
3: And you cannot call that guy a murderer. So there is a predisposition, but then there are triggers. Sometimes it's only triggers. triggers. What I'm
1: saying is you cannot say that this action of mine is going to make you kill yourself. I mean, there are cases where a guy who was asked to strip... Hanged himself out of shame at ragging, hmm. and then there are guys who you bloody slap them around, and when they are naked, they'll still laugh and say, "Auntie, okay. Can I go back to sleep now?" You know, it depends on who you are.
3: Depends on the level of bullying and all. I mean, a lot more circumstances yeah. also.
0: Yes, means if there is a element of variables, it is very dicey to convert it into criminality. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That that is what I'm exactly.
1: Yeah. So let's start from here now. Everyone, speculation cap on. Let's pretend we are on one of these panels. And we've got a stupid opinion poll which means jack shit, which will be proved wrong day after tomorrow. But because you have to fill airtime, time, let's... Do you think Nitin Gadkari has been misquoted time and again? Or is he flirting with some combat? Anand. Because there was one, of course, of his saying that, the latest one, that leadership should take responsibility for losses. He quoted Jawaharlal Nehru. He has in the past had an event where I was there live, so he wasn't misquoted said that you know some people have this adversarial relationship with the press it's a foolish thing to do politicians have to answer to the press i mean i'm sure it wasn't lost on him who that applies to so this was a quint event in delhi only at at leela so is it a coincidence it's happening again and again or Gatkari is saying chalo zara muzzle Anand, speculate karo
0: okay <laughs> So it is just a speculation. I I'm open to being proved fool. So what I'm saying uh, is that he may be testing waters. Uh, so uh, so very vaguely. It is no secret that he is uh, in good books of RSS and uh, um, RSS uh, sees him favourably. Means uh, and. Uh, a parallel, uh, there may be a concerted effort within RSS to prop up a uh, parallel leadership. and uh, But uh, even RSS m- may be testing waters whether they can put something bigger than m- Modi, who is on a sticky wicket now. So uh, mm, it may be a combination of many things, but uh, I think uh, when Gadkari ha- has not been very confident. To cover. he is not uh, confident enough to being a rebel now. So, mm. that, so uh, still in testing waters stage. If the words mean what they are uh, have been uh, interpreted to mean.
3: Cycle. <laughs> No,
0: no, no, I said uh, RSS. 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 RSS, it's obviously a parallel.
2: R- I think there are two things that's going on here. First, the undeniable fact is that Gadkari is a past president of the party. Two, he is quite well entrenched with the RSS and quite popular. Plus, he comes from a state which has a sizable say and following in the BJP. And he comes from Nagpur, man. He comes from RSS town. So, so those are undeniable facts. I think what's probably happening right now is that a. the RSS and also the BJP to a slight extent, while they will never say this, understand that there could be a lot of anti-incumbency that's building up against Prime Minister Modi and therefore Amit Shah. And therefore, they want to tell the general public that don't worry while these two people remain our biggest vote Mm. gatherers, etc. But in case we feel that there is a problem with them, we have an option ready. And in a way, this is a subtle messaging going on that there is an option to Prime Minister Modi and Amit Shah. Mm. And the other thing that is happening is an internal communication which is happening, telling both Prime Minister Modi and Amit Shah, that nobody is permanent. And you may have been the best thing that's happened to the BJP in two decades. But the fact of the matter is that if we need to pull the plug, we'll be happy to pull the plug because we want to continue remaining in power with the kind of majority that we've had. So I think there
4: is both an external and internal messaging going on. I think the word is already out that uh, in case BJP gets around 200 or less than 200, uh, you know, in 2019 and uh, maybe uh, the NDA d- they don't want to see allies. Modi as, as the Prime Minister so he is the choice so this word is out as Anand said RSS backing solid RSS backing and the other thing that I noticed in this throughout four years uh, none of the minister uh, you know um, has a kind of uh, they don't advertise on their own
1: he's the only one, yeah. one
4: who on radio he has his own advertisement apart from Modi,
1: and also he lands two. up and on shows where no BJP guy will have the guts to go on any TV show. He so doesn't he, ask anyone. Uh, he, he doesn't lands ask up. anyone.
4: So, so that's so. I think he is a parallel leader, and RSS, you know, looks up to him. In case Modi, uh, in case I mean BJP gets around 200 or so, and uh, they have to form the government, the NDA will is in a
0: position to form a government also he, he is seen as one of the more performing yeah, ministers yeah. in infrastructure that and. This. that
3: is true wasn't his office bugged? was it Nithin ah. Nithin Gadkari, whose office was bugged?
1: no no that was Rajnath Singh no? no no no
4: it was
3: no. his, his, his yeah, there was hmm. snooping bugging devices so what yes. is your all three make a lot of sense to me. <laughs> it okay. could be either of the three. But I think nothing all three are more or same. same. Yeah.
1: Except Raman sir is a little more certain that the word is out, that that is what's happening. Uh, I'll tell you what I think it is. One is, I have the... While what Vinod Dua did was an out of context misquoting, but he has made enough statements which... Nitin Gadkari is too intelligent a man not to know that this statement is obviously going to spring to mind one image. Like when he sits on stage there and Sanjay Pawgolia was interviewing him, and Sanjay Pawgolia asked him, "Ki, aap hi hain, cabinet minister karenge, you listen to our criticism, you listen to complaints, you will answer." And it wasn't like chat to interview with Sanjay Pawgolia. He he said that this is what's wrong, and this guy said this is what's right. And he said, "I am not one of those who thinks that you have to have an enmity with the press." If politicians think that the press is their enemy, then there is something wrong with them. Now, he's not an idiot not to know whose face springs to mind yeah, when he yeah. says that. And
3: also with Modi who takes everything so personally, this, yeah. you just cannot know
1: that. And the second thing he said was, politics is not my life. If you want to, if you think I'm doing what's right, I'll do it. If you don't, I'm happy to fuck off and go back. Of course, he didn't say it. He used better language. But, so, and that, I what he was saying was, no one's going to tell me what to do. It was very clear, again, whose face springs to mind. So, he makes these statements way too often for it to be sheer coincidence. But the, I think the one thing that is my entire interpretation of this is, more than, of course, he has a conference that he has RSS backing because he's from RSS town. I think he has a bigger problem with Amit Shah than he does with Modi. I think he doesn't really give a damn whether Modi can a PM or not. As long as Amit Shah is put in his place. That is what I think. Because today also there's a uh, news that Amit Shah is reaching out to all the other MPs. <laughs> And they are saying it's too late. After you treated us like shit all this time, now don't suck up to us. Because I think Amit also realizes if Modi has to choose between the love of his life, the gajar ka paratha eating Amit and the Prime Minister's chair, he'll drop Amit like a hot brick. <laughs> he wouldn't give a shit. To banjara Ban to haren pandiya ban much ako hai PM And I think that is what Gadkari is counting on. Because if Amitra goes, then Modi's power is limited. I think it's that simple.
4: No, but I don't think Modi will ever give up Amisha. Pre- he is uh, his partner in all kind of things. So in
1: All kind of things.
4: <laughs> <laughs> but do
1: uh, Okay, now quickly I want to wind up before you give us our recommendations. On Nasir, I don't want to spend too much time. Okay, then uh, let's have the recommendations. Let's start with our guest. What recommendation do you have for our listeners that I think will enrich their lives?
2: Uh, I think it's a good idea to read up more on surveillance laws because... What's been happening is a lot of misinformation has come up, which is taking away attention from what the real problems are. I mean, India, being a mature democracy, is probably one of the few democracies where its intelligence agencies still don't come under an act of parliament where surveillance laws are so weak. And this is going to have deep effect because as... Anand pointed out, the Puttuswamy judgment, which is a historic nine-judge constitutional bench of the Supreme Court, gave a far-reaching order and a very nuanced order. And today, in an age where surveillance comes dressed as Aadhaar, you are actually staring at a situation where India can very easily become a police state if it's not already become one. And therefore, it is very important for citizens to understand that privacy is not an esoteric concept but is at the very heart and root of any democracy and their individual rights. Can you
1: suggest reading a particular piece so, or an explainer? So,
2: Professor uh, Weston's work is considered one of the finest works that you can read to understand what privacy is. And on and if you just Google what is called the necessity and proportionate principles of surveillance, again, you will get to see a lot of uh, stuff, which is very, not just his work, but on surveillance you'll get to see a lot of work, necessity and proportionate, mm. because these are internationally evolved legal structures which has been created after a lot of deliberation to push back against surveillance because, and this is the last line I will give, for example, let's take the Indian constitution. The key part, the basic doctrine of the Indian constitution is to limit the powers of the government so that individuals and citizens can continue to have prime say Mm. through a democratic means. What surveillance does is it completely inverts what the constitution empowers you and gives power in the hands of the government. Which is a very dangerous situation because today you have a government but tomorrow if you have a really bad government, yeah, these the laws can do anything exactly to any right. citizens. And at that time the citizens have very little recourse to push in back. In fact
1: the law is the Lakshman record for the government. Therefore, if you can't cross therefore
2: that. that constitution and not just the law, the constitution, the basic structure must be kept in mind. And I think every citizen should really read up on some of this because their future and that of their children depends on this.
1: Your recommendation Anand?
2: okay now
0: these are not life enriching but uh, Hmm. uh, since life is long they are life spending recommendations (laughs) so uh, first is in English uh, the economist has come up with its double Christmas issue which it comes uh, which comes around this time so um, though uh, most of it uh, is uh, very pedantic and uh, avoidable too but two, three essays, uh, one on identity, uh, and uh, uh, one on technology, technology, digital technology, and this. Mm -hmm. uh, They are interesting. Also, uh, their take on the emerging landscape in 2019. Particularly international, this English and the Hindi, I would recommend a collection of poems by Arun Kamal. Uh, so uh, i think uh, he is among the in the new wave of in um, hindi poets he is one of the more readable ones so arun kamal chetrod ne ilake mein
1: okay thank you raman sir
4: uh, there was a good article about a movie called tigers uh, tigers uh, you know has been released on amazon uh, by z5 hmm. it is Imran Hashmi's starrer and it could never see uh, you know th-
1: proper release
4: proper release because it's a true story of a Pakistani who was a Nestle agent and he had uh, ex- was What agent? Nestle Nestle yeah. and,
1: chocolate
4: uh, baby, baby, baby baby product jo uh, milk i think hmm. baby milk so usne exposed expose de, de certain deaths had happened in pakistan and uh, later uh, you know the pakistan authorities became hostile he had to because he started a war against the his own company hmm. and uh, then uh, now he has taken a citizenship in canada so it's a true story of this person the bbc also had commissioned this movie uh, earlier but the bb also did not show it later how interesting and now 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 this movie is there but it could never canadian kisiko
1: citizens deet this malaysia airport pe trapped tha banda usko akshay kumar ko naam bolte isko musharraf iske piche
4: to chalo manisha
3: um one new yorker piece what cafes did for liberalism um scroll has a very nice backstory Series called The Backstory Where reporters are talking about One incident through their while reporting So I think Arunab has a Really cute piece on uh, When he met the first Bangladeshi uh, Mm -hmm. Of his life And I think since it's the year And this is the last episode of this year I will urge all of you to binge watch All of uh, News Laundry's videos Like our interviews Our nuisance Our special podcasts Clothesline Also
1: (laughs) M.L. Sharma interview Is this M.L. Sharma? Same M.L. Sharma I had interviewed The guy who's filed his P.I.L
3: no, no, I don't is
1: think so. they different, so. ML Sharma? Okay. I don't think so. They're the same, oh, M L Sharma. Yeah, he's the same, ML Sharma. So, in that case, you should watch my M L Sharma yeah, interview. Yeah, watch
3: the M L Sharma interview. But
1: um, <laughs> what I'd like to recommend is this NPR Planet Money podcast because it's Christmas and Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. It's um, a fantastic story, beautifully told about something that we've known all along, but I didn't know where it came from. Is that it's customary in America, at least, to perform a Christmas carol, Charles Dickens' work um schools college everyone performs it and everyone was to watch it that it was charles dickens as many of you know who've read oliver twist and david copfield he was from a very poor background and he was a child laborer a christmas carol is a commentary on unbridled capitalism that existed during the industrial revolution and the character scrooge is actually huh? inspired from Adam Smith and Thomas Robert Malthus. I didn't
3: know about Adam Smith, but I knew that it was a commentary on greed and I didn't capitalism. I did
1: know that. I, 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 As a kid, was, when you read fact, it. in fact, he earlier went to distribute pamphlets after he wrote this essay. But then he, and I love the way they've said this in the story. Then he said, what the fuck? I'm Charles Dickens. I don't have to distribute pamphlets. I'll just write a book and I'll buy it. So he wrote this book. Yeah.
2: Avinandan, since this is the last episode of for this year. this year, I had a question for you. Hmm. Very famous guest on your show said facts are not facts. Yes. <laughs> so in twenty nineteen will facts again become facts? I don't know. I'm hoping to get an interview with him. Again. Of course. What? So rey, you
1: to the But but twenty nineteen
2: will facts again become facts. <laughs> Depends on the quota will. he wears. But I know I'm hoping they will. Because I do think, you know,
1: but seriously, I think the pushback against false news and fake news and misinformation is significant. It uh, and, and, you know, I was read this interesting piece. In fact, you can read it. Was it in Scroll, Manisha? How sex workers prevented an AIDS epidemic in India? Mm-hmm. Uh, if you could just uh, Google that, just tell me where it is. I think, you know, um, I will, you know, give a back tap on the back to generally the commentariat and the journalism community in india which by and large has pushed back on fake news and that has been fairly bipartisan i mean of course there are loonies on all sides and uh, i mean there are many you know who are a bit off but otherwise i do think the pushback is significant enough for it not to overwhelm us like it overwhelmed let's say the uh, 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 us or what is the Ukraine, which was the election before that, that they had flooded Ukraine. Mm, uh, the I think so. fake news had flooded that. I, I don't think it'll be that bad. Here. What do you think? Am I being too optimistic?
2: I was just interested that at which point of this curve that we are currently living in, will facts again become facts? Because right now people... I mean, I wasn't even referring to fake news, but they just seem to have a problem with facts. Yeah. And, and all as I think one stand-up comedian said that all our lives we were told to study. And now we are told, you have studied a lot. And that's a bad thing. And he was lamenting, I wish this was the case when I was Sanji, growing yes. up then I wouldn't have to study. Hmm. The what pieces is in
3: Guardian. In the unfold story of how India's sex workers prevented an AIDS epidemic.
1: Yeah, I think it's it's worth a read. So we are pretty good at some things, yeah. So thank you, panel. Hope you have a fantastic 2019.
4: Thank
3: you.
1: And I'd like yes. to wind up 2020, and ne.
3: 2019. 2019. 2019. Oh, <laughs> we're entering 2019.
2: We're entering twenty nineteen. Okay. Welcome back. Ye yes, uh, Amari ye 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 Larki ke the
3: future. <laughs> <Vaktis ke laughs> so
1: um, before I wind up Pardon on di? quick email he doesn't want his name read, but he says that hello NL family request you not to disclose my identity I mean please isn't anl haft on google app it crashes every time yes i know the app doesn't work bro i'm so sorry we're working on it it takes a lot of money to fix a lot of these tech issues i 2019 we'll do it i've been promising all of 28 then we'll do it manisha did the discussion on smash brahmin and patriarchy should also have covered why complicated terminology should never be used as a hashtag It's like someone making a hashtag on social Darwinism. Twitters a crowd at best and mob at worst. They will never get the (laughs) nuance. This is where hashtag smash castism would be better. I consider myself educated and well-read and I had to research terminology to understand it. Fair enough. Lastly, a paid subscriber, not only for the content you provide, but also to listen to the truth, which in time such as these is so scarce. So thank you, oh nameless one, who we shall not name. And thank you, panel. Have a wonderful new year One
3: more recommendation Sorry Hmm. This truth telling Reminded me Jay Rawson has done A very interesting Thread on why Journalists think Storytelling is their Prime thing to do But it's actually Not that And there's a bunch Of stories that Illustrate that I'll link that up
1: So subscribe to News Laundry Pay to keep news free Because when the public Pays the public Is served When advertisers pay Advertisers are served Unless you guys Step up and pay for news Don't whine When it doesn't Suit your interests Because you ain't Foot in the bill baby until you can figure that out the ones who do support us thank you the ones who don't come on
3: you can maro a line like free miserable republic tv milta hai
1: free republic tv milta hai free
3: me, you, free hai. mil raha
1: na <laughs> ah, free match to <laughs> wahi <wo each> milega
3: <laughs>
1: all right thank you saika thanks anand oh and uh, i'd like to end with this song which uh, i hope will take us into 2019 on a positive note here
4: come ben news talking this and
2: Friends, to you who don't waste your time, here's why: because I'm the happy. Clap along.